It's Friday, Americans, and uh, we've got a great one for you. I don't know if our cruise is already sold out. Um, I had some friends call me last night, and they said that, uh, uh, good thing you called. Uh, you're one of the last cabins. They thought it was going to be sold out uh, by today, but they I think it may have sold out uh, yesterday. Call if you have been thinking about it. This is probably the last call to get on board with our cruise through history. Gourmet Italian food, great nightlife, relaxing poolside on the deck. Uh, yeah, you have to see me. You have to see Pat. Uh, Bill O'Reilly seconds. will be, you know, walking the halls somehow or another. Uh, Rabbi Lappin, David Barton, Tim Ballard will all be there to take you through an amazing course through history uh, for Italy and Athens and the uh, and the Holy Land and how it all relates to America. If you would like to go, last call. It is uh, ComeSailAway.com. Go to ComeSailAway.com right now and get one of those last cabins and join us next spring for a vacation and for a cruise through history that you will never forget. It's ComeSailAway.com. has been filling in for Stu, who is on vacation for a few days. Pat, let me ask you a question. Do you remember TARP? I do. <laughs> you do. Mm-hmm. Anybody who lived through that period, you kind of have a number, a number etched into your memory. Yes. Because it was a number that none of us had ever seen the federal government go for. How much was that number? $787 billion. Right. 787 Everybody could say it together. Because it was such an outrageous number that we were going to use to bail out the banks. Well, I told you that something was going on this um, every day this week, and no one was talking about it. We were doing another bail- bank bailout, and nobody's talking about it. Well, let me give you the number as of last night. They're going to do it again tonight. Don't worry. Don't worry. Let's talk about Justin Trudeau. <laughs> let's talk about blackface. Let's 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 talk about those impeachment hearings. Nothing to see here, folks, except the biggest story of the week. This is the Glenbeck program. Give that to you in one minute. Want to take a second to uh, perform a little mental exercise. Want to uh, want you to just take stock of what you have in your home that you value. Now, how much of what you just thought about would be things that somebody else might value? Yeah, and I, I consider your children uh, part of that. There's a good reason why burglaries occur, and it can hit people really hard, both financially and emotionally. You don't want to be one of those people that have been, have been hit. Simply Safe is a great way to go when it comes to home security. It has state of the art, round of the clock home monitoring that comes with no contract, no fees, no fine print, and it's $15 a month. You get amazing home protection that is practically invisible. 
once you set it up. Simply Safe, huge deal going on right now at simplysafebeck.com. You get a free HD security camera when you order. That's a $100 value. You'll have eyes on your home 24-7 and video evidence if somebody tries to get in. So get your free HD security camera now at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. All right, so welcome to it. Hello, America. It's Friday. So I told you yesterday about repo madness, what was happening in uh, the banking community. Uh, and if you, if you paid attention yesterday on what was, you know, what we were talking about and what was happening, there was a problem at the bank's where they have this overnight lending system and all of the banks have to have a certain amount of cash on hand and they do this every night they look and say how much money do we have in the bank you know what call Citibank and ask them if we can borrow you know 10 10 billion dollars we'll sell them this uh and uh and we'll buy it back tomorrow morning happens all the time banks loan each other money all the time now, back in 2008, Bear Stearns started asking for money. And the other banks were like, um, now you're asking for an awful lot of money. I'm not really sure you're too healthy. And so they started going to what was called the discount window, where they could go to the Fed in the middle of the night. But nobody wanted to go to the discount window because the discount window was really, it was the walk of shame. If you went to that window, the, the other banks would know that you were in trouble. So Bear Stearns went to the discount window, and the Fed said, okay, we'll, we'll, write, you some, we'll write you some cash, okay? Just to keep them afloat, just to keep everything going. But don't worry, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. As the crash started to happen, there was a credit crunch, not with you, The banks, you could still, everything seemed normal. Kind of like, oh, I don't know, right now. Where everything seemed normal. But at night, the banks were in full-fledged panic. Because they had to have a certain amount of money in the bank every night. To cover everything. And what normally goes on is... Bank of America will call Citibank or Citibank will call J.P. Morgan Chase or whatever. And they'll work it out. And they say, hey, can you just transfer some of your money and I'm going to transfer this asset over to you and then tomorrow we'll, we'll reverse that. Not a problem. Until every bank in 2008 was freaking out because they, none of them had enough money to cover their expenses. And the first sign of trouble is the overnight interest rate, which should be 175 the overnight interest rate when the bank goes and says, hey, I, I want to buy a new house. Except what they're really saying is, hey, I don't have enough money in my vault to cover the stuff that I just bought. Uh, can you just borrow? Can I borrow some money for the overnight? And the banks say, sure, 1.75. The credit crunch became so bad as of Monday that the interest rate that the banks were selling each other these loans for the overnight was 10%. Imagine you borrow 
10 billion dollars from another bank in the overnight and you have to pay 10 percent on that money that's not going to go well or last long and the reason why it was 10 percent was because no one had enough money they were all calling each other hey uh could you uh, loan me some money uh, i don't know i can't of course i'll find it if you if you pay me 10 percent in the morning that's what was happening so the federal reserve knew this and so they just casually made an announcement hey nothing to see here nothing to worry about but we're gonna loan uh, 55 trillion dollars or uh, sorry billion dollars 55 billion dollars to the banks tonight and we're just going to do it tonight well it came back that they needed the banks needed 65 billion dollars for the night then the next night the fed decided to do it again and so they offered 65 billion dollars well they needed 75 billion dollars Every time they opened the, quote, discount window, every time they made these purchases of assets. By the way, they're not paying them back the next day. They're just buying these assets. Every time they did that, they needed more. So they kept doing it. Remember, this is only going to happen Monday night. They did it again last night. They've done it Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and they're going to do it again tonight. So that is that's where we were. That's what I told you yesterday. This is so critically important that you pay attention. So where are we? Well, the $75 billion per day from the Fed extended last night into day four. We are now at $350 billion that has been injected into the U.S. investment banks in four days, and the banks are still asking for more. The markets are not functioning. If the banks need $75 billion a day in new cash just for their day-to-day operations, J.P. Morgan Chase has taken $52 billion in cash and new capital from the Fed in three days. That is 22% of what the entire company is worth. That's their market cap, 22%. And they borrowed that cash or took that cash in three days. The world's largest investment bank needing $12.5 billion every day in newly printed cash from the Fed to provide cash on the books. In 2007, the initial bid from Lehman Brother was $620 million. Six days later, a 120-year-old company, 11,200 employees, 8.9 million investors, worth $14 billion in market cap, was gone. We have a problem here. We have a real problem. In four days, they have given out almost half of what we argued about. We argued all week long that week when we had to rush this through. 
it was the thing that caused the Tea Party really to stand up. Wait a minute, you're bailing these banks out. What about everybody else? They're doing it now quietly, and they've already spent half of the cash that they spent for TARP. And they did that in four days. And no one is talking about it. There is a real problem with the banks. We're not talking just Lehman Brothers now. We are talking all of the banks. But wait, let's talk about blackface. Wait, there's rain in Houston. You know, it's climate hysteria day. We've got to get Trump's tax returns in California. Oh, we've got to rep- we've got to get all of the ARs back. Don't you even say that we're talking about confiscating ARs. We're not talking about that. Yes, you are. No, you're not. Yes, you are. No, you aren't. Meanwhile, the banks are in trouble. Are you awake? Last night, Marianne Williamson w- gave the answer of the decade. This is exactly what is happening in all of our society. Last night, Marianne Williamson was asked by a college student, what is your problem? What is your problem with nuclear energy? Go ahead. Ms. Williamson, uh, thank you for taking my question. My name is Emily Berry, and I'm a student from the University of Maryland College Park. I'm studying government and politics and economics. Um, so you say that in your environmental crisis plan that you want the United States to stop all use of nuclear energy. What do you identify as the problems with nuclear energy, and what do you say to those who think it simply gets a bad reputation? What was the last thing you said? What do I say what, to those what who What are your issues with nuclear energy? Well, I know Germany had said at one point, we're just going no nuclear. But then when they said no nuclear, there was a problem because they had a hard time keeping up with the other standards that they agreed to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what's your problem? Mm -hmm. What is wrong with that? Yes. She has no idea. Listen. If something goes wrong with nuclear energy. If something goes wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think people have really stopped to take in the horror. The horror of what See, we need an integrated politics. We need to go beyond hard data. We need to go beyond uh, just go beyond thinking about data. the facts. Go, go beyond facts. I want facts. you to think about this with your heart. I think with your heart. Something goes wrong there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happens? What are we even talking about? What are we what talking are we? about? How can I we think even that's, consider it? That's really what we and have so, to talk about. So what? Maybe we'd all... Maybe we'd all... Be... Be a little warmer, a little, a little warmer, cooler. A little cooler. <laughs> I mean, Americans, we have to decide. We have to decide. That's the problem I have with nuclear. That's the problem. <laughs> there is no problem. <laughs> what are you talking about? France has 70% of their power coming from nuclear energy. Everybody says, let's be more like France. There is no problem with nuclear energy. America, you got to start thinking with your heart. America, I am telling you right now, wake up. Wake up and stop listening to this nonsense, this babbling. It doesn't make any sense. Stop thinking with your frickin' heart and use the brain that God also gave you. 
These people make no sense. None. They are not even, they're not even trying anymore to give you a good argument. They're now talking about everybody's going to get free health care, free housing, free education. Free? It's not free. Well, we're the richest nation in the world. We're the richest nation in the world. Are we really? Are we really? We have more debt than anyone has ever had at any time in all of human history. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but mom and dad are struggling to make things uh, work. Your, your business down the street is making, uh, making ends meet just barely. Oh, yeah, the fat cats in Washington, the banks are doing it because they can do something that you can't do. And that is borrow freshly printed money. They can go to the banks and to the Fed and to the Treasury and say, we're too big to fail. But you can't. You can't. And no socialist program will get you out of this. Only clear thinking, only facts, only actual mathematics that don't give a flying crap how you got to the answer. If it's not right, it's not right. America, wake up and prepare yourself for times we have not seen since the 1930s. Sorry, I don't mean to yell at you. I'm yelling at everyone else. I know you get it. I'll tell you what you can do here in just a second. <sighs> hey, have you thought about selling your house? If you have too much house, you might want to think about selling your house. I'm just saying. Get yourself into a house that you can afford, that you could weather the storm in. Realestateagentsitrust.com Real estate agents I trust. It is hard to find, you know, some Joe Schmo real estate agent with a briefcase of soon-to-be-broken promises and uninflated balloons. It's, it's really hard to find that guy, isn't it? Oh, maybe because I've hired them every single time. The truth is, you need the type of real estate that is not all too common. You need somebody who really knows what they're doing, is an expert in it, has a long track record, and and has best practices in his briefcase, has unbroken promises, the guy who's going to get your house sold. We found those agents in your area, and we won't recommend somebody in your area if we don't have somebody who is the best. We want to make sure that you get the most value out of your home and you get the best value going into the next. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is not a commercial for some company. This is my company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds station ID. I hate when I get like this. I hate when I get like this. I just can't take the news of the day. I just can't take it. There's nobody there's nobody saying anything that is actually going to help people. I'm here here's what I, here's what it is. This is really really bad for the collective because it will only help those uh, it will only hurt those banks that are already struggling. 
But those banks put you as the last person to get their money. If you have money on deposit at a bank, because when we did TARP, they did something else. They changed you from one of the first people to get paid. So you can go in and George Bailey can say, wait a minute, your money is here and your money is here. I want $282. You can't get your money with the banks. You're the last one to get paid. Now, you'll get it through the FDIC, which will mean more printed money. Nobody is talking to you about uh, the, the stock market is doing well only because that's the place we see inflation. Because the only people that have the money are these banks and others that can get the free cash. They're people like the sovereign funds because they are counting on America. It's the only place they can get a return on their money. And so they're counting on America. And they're putting all of that money into our stock market. And everybody is buying their stuff back because why? They have the money. Your money is in the stock market. Your money is in bonds. Your money is in banks. If we go through another banking collapse, socialism will be in our future, our very near future. America will change overnight, and those who say they are against socialism today will be for socialism tomorrow. All of our politicians will not want to be remembered as Herbert Hoover. They will all want to be FDR. And they will say it's just temporary, but it will not be temporary. Wait, they want to be like the guy who extended the Depression for 12 years? Yes. They want to be like him. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, they will. Is that amazing that they want to be like that guy? You You need your money in a local credit union. You need your money in a local bank. You need your money in a local bank that is not affiliated with these big banks. Please, please do your own homework. And stop listening to the nonsense that is out there. Stop. Climate change may require elimination of car ownership. Oh, really? That's that's a candidate, Andrew Yang. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, all kinds of great stories uh, today. Burger King removing ham from the word hamburger to avoid offending Muslims. What the hell are you even talking about? Get over it. Here's an idea. Educate yourself enough to know that hamburger has no ham in it. Good God, what's wrong with us? This is the Glenbeck Program. All right, let me tell you about X-Chair. The office Christmas party is coming up, and uh, it's just a couple of months away, and we'll hear the same thing through the grapevine every year that you hear every year. Somebody's going to drag out the old chestnut about you being Ebenezer Scrooge because you won't replace the office chairs in the office. And I just want to say, to be fair, they do look like, you know, uh, they were thrown off the top of a building. Uh, before they were marketed directly to a local garage sale where you picked it up. I'm just saying. And they're almost that comfortable. 
This year, if you can, surprise your employees with a new X-Chair. It's patented dynamic variable lumbar support. The X-Chair is what you need for a comfortable workday, and a comfortable workday is what you need for the most productive employees. And thanks to X-Chair's 30-day no-questions-asked guarantee satisfaction, you have zero risk. Most companies can't do that because... Most companies will have too many returns. X-Chair on sale now for 100 bucks off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code BECK at checkout. So Pat said to me uh, in the break, he said, this is really scary. Where are you, where are you getting your numbers? Because I'm not seeing them anywhere. They are available. All you have to do mm-hmm. is just Google Fed Repo, R-E-P-O. But then you're going to get it from CNBC or Reuters, and they're going to write it in a way that only banks and businesses understand. Much less scary than what you're saying. Well, yeah, because you, because, because do yeah. you understand it? No. Okay. So really. read it to me, what you just found online, and I will explain what, what this means. I will translate into English. Okay. Uh, they're saying cash available to banks for their short-term funding, <clears throat> for their short-term funding needs, all but dried up earlier this week. And inst- interest rates in the U.S. money market shot up as high as 10% for some overnight loans. Okay. Do you understand that? They don't have enough cash in the cash drawer to mm-hmm. cover everything that they have to cover. So usually they go to the other bank and they say, hey, can I borrow enough money just to cover my my shortfalls uh, in the overnight? The other bank says, sure, they do this all the time, but it's usually right at the Fed rate of today. It's one point seven five. That's what banks can loan money to each other on. It was as high as 10 percent. Why is it now at 10 percent? The reason why you have higher interest rates is because the bank figures you're a risky loan. Okay, so... So it's just like they're loaning to somebody with a bad credit rating. Correct. Yeah. They don't have the money. They need to make the money themselves. If you'll borrow it at 10% overnight, God bless you, here it is. That forced the Fed to make an emergency injection of more than $125 billion over the past two days. So this was written on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't include Wednesday night and Thursday night. And tonight, tonight they're going to do and it tonight again. tonight they're going to do it again. They're up to almost half of all of TARP. By the, the middle of next week, if this continues, by the middle of next week, we will have printed as much money and bailed out the banks again as much as we did for TARP. And no one is talking about it. So... Then it goes on to say that this is the first major market uh, intervention since the financial crisis a decade Correct. ago. This is the only time they've ever done it. Okay, so the exact cause of this squeeze is a matter of some debate. Oh, I'm sure it is. Most market participants agree that two coincidental events on Monday were... Two at least, coincidence? At least partly to blame. Okay, all right. Okay. What are the, what's coincidence number one? Well... Uh, corporations had to withdraw funds from money market accounts to pay for their quarterly tax bills. Okay, so they had to pay their taxes. All right, number two. And on the same day, the the banks and investors who bought the $78 billion worth of U.S. Treasury notes and bonds sold by Uncle Sam last week had to settle up. Okay, so they bought treasuries from Mm -hmm. the U.S. government. Right. Okay. 
Okay. Right. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, wait. Let's mm-hmm. just look at those two coincidences. What do those two coincidences have in common? You know, besides they both happen this week. What do they both have in common? Taxes and treasuries. What do they have in common? Um, they're both coming from the U.S. government? No, they're both the going, going to, to the, the U.S. US government. government. Right. The right, right. spending that mm. we have is completely out of control. Yeah. So... The taxes, they've got to pay that, which means they have to sell some assets to pay their taxes. If you're selling assets, if I have to sell my car to pay my taxes, That's I'm in thing. trouble. Yes, okay. Definitely. Sign that maybe the taxes are too hard or too high. If everybody has to sell their car to pay the taxes, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. The second is the treasury. We are, they're buying bonds. They're buying U.S. Treasury bonds, you know, full faith and credit in the United States. So they bought that bond so they could give that money to the Treasury so the Treasury could spend all of that money, you know, on universal health care and all those great things. Mm -hmm. So they bought that bond. They had to pay for that bond, but they can't pay for that bond. They don't have enough money. So they, Paid for it. Now what happens? Now they're in so much trouble that they have to go to the Fed, which is the one that is printing the money and selling the bonds with the Treasury. So they bought the bond so the bank could give the government enough money. But then the person who bought the bond is in trouble. So the Fed has to print money to cover the bond. Mm-hmm. So the bond is a shell game. There is no such thing as borrowed money. It's printed money. Yeah, the people who are buying it can't afford it, and so the government bails them out and gives them money so they can buy the bond. It's a shell game. What they both have in common is out-of-control spending. When you can't go in and buy something on loan, it's because the banks are all tied up in their money in treasury bonds. Let me, let me go. Why did we go off of the gold standard? Do you know why we went off the gold standard? We, went off we the, wanted unlimited spending. Yes. We wanted, we wanted mm-hmm. the great society and we wanted the war. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't enough gold to be able to print enough money. So we went off the gold standard and said, well, we're just, we're not going to ever crazy just print with nothing. But we're, we just need a little bit more money. And we convinced the world that they could do it too. So there is not enough gold to cover all of the cash that is out there. So we've already gone off the gold standard. Now we've went off any standard. We, we don't have any mathematical standard. We have no standard whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We just keep thinking we can print more money. And so when we went off the gold standard, we said, well, we're going to keep it within reason. We've gone so far off reason that even the, well, we're just going to wing it here. We're going to be fine. Even that standard isn't low enough. So we have to print more money because there's not enough cash to do everything that the government is already saying it wants to do. And we have people that are now saying, we can afford it. We can do more. I feel like the accountant who is nobody's listening to in this big room of everybody, you know, 
working numbers and everybody's like oh yeah no it's fine we can do that i feel like the one accountant that is standing on that floor of accountants going guys you are all insane don't you see what's happening and nobody sees it because everybody's got a plan everybody is convinced that the system will work my gosh i'm saying exactly the same things i was saying in 2007 So do you understand that story? Maybe a little bit? Yeah. What else is in that story? Uh, well, they offer maybe a third explanation. A third explanation. On top of all of that. Uh-huh. I love this explanation. The reserves that banks park with the Fed and are often made available to other banks is on an overnight basis are at their lowest level since 2001, thanks to the central bank's culling of its vast portfolio. So they're just taking advantage of a... A bargain here is is essentially what they're saying, I think. It's just a a sale on money now. So just come and get it. And that's why they're they're not in trouble. This is just, just, you know, this is just a sale. You don't understand. It's much more complex than you're thinking it is. Mm -hmm. There are systems. It's not that big of a deal. Look, they had to pay their taxes. They bought all these treasuries. They didn't have the money. Uh, you know, the the funds are at the lowest rates, you know, sitting there in the Fed. We have to park those things. Somebody's got to take night, advantage of it. We bought those. We took that cash and we bought some stuff from the Fed. So we're <laughs> really OK. I'm telling you, it's all fine. Don't worry. It's just a coincidence. This is kind of interesting, too. Added together, these factors are testing the limits. Apparently, there's a limit to this apparently. overnight thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet they don't stick by it, but there's yeah. this sort of there's nebulous a limit. Yeah, limit. limit. Testing the limits of the $2.2 trillion repurchase agreement or repo market. It's a gray but essential component of 2. the U.S. 2. financial system. $2.2 trillion. $2.2 trillion. That's supposedly the limit of where okay. they'll go. But okay. we're already at $350 right. billion? Uh, Yeah, as of last night. Uh, we'll be We're about by 15% the end of, of the way week, there. If they do it by the end of next <clears throat> week, we'll be at a trillion dollars. Just so you know, we all had a problem with this happening with seven hundred and eighty-seven billion. Yeah, uh, not even a trillion. Now it's a two point two trillion dollar bailout. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The Fed's just going to print, print two point two trillion dollars. They've in, done in it possibly two weeks. They've done it this way, kind of in the cover of darkness. So they don't, they don't even have to talk about it. Right. The American people don't even know about you it. You don't even understand we it. We just created this system this is as a bailout, the and la- you don't even know. The last time I talked wow. about this, everybody said it was a conspiracy theory or mm-hmm. whatever because the banks were relying on their systems. They were relying on their systems, and everybody else didn't hear anybody of credibility talk about it. Nobody talked about it, and so people didn't listen. I'm telling you now, I don't know when it's coming, but it's bad this time. It, it, if you thought 2008 was bad, mm-hmm. it's bad this time because there is no way. There's no tarp coming because they're doing it right now. So there is no tarp coming. There is no thing that the government can do. If the government decides to step in, they have to go to modern monetary theory. And that theory is we can print as much money as we need. That's used to be called Zimbabwe. 
that used to be called Venezuela, that used to be called the Weimar Republic. It is not a new modern monetary theory. It is an old one that ends the same way every time. It will mean the United States will be Mexico. Please, please consider just spreading your risk out Please just consider what you're doing with your cash right now. Please consider that your bank, your, your bank should be a local bank or a credit union. Please just consider that. Now, Glenn Beck is irresponsible for telling people while the banks are not in trouble, they're just doing the normal thing. To take your money out, because that's only going to make things worse. Uh Uh-huh. Trying to watch out for you. Tell me who's doing that for you. Because nobody's watching out for me. All right, I want to talk to you about a a great deal from Tecovis. If you are looking for boots, there is a way to get a good quality boot. My mom used to say, there's two things that you can spend money on. And that is good quality furniture, because it will never go out of style and it will be fine. Uh, well, so much for the lava lamp. And, uh, and shoes, because you can always wear a great pair of shoes. Just make sure they're not, you know, platform shoes. Western boots from Tecovis. They never go out of style, and they are made with 200 different steps. They are hand-stitched. They are really great. And you're not paying the price that you would pay for a boot of the same quality. It's about half the price. So you're saving money. You're getting a boot that will last, and it's a great boot. If you're looking for a great boot, Tecovis, T-E-C-O-V-A-S, Tecovis Cowboy Boots. You can get them now. Plus, if you spend $150 or more at Tecovis, they're going to give you a $50 uh, wallet. It's a it's a um, calfskin card case, and it's beautiful. I carry my cash, my credit cards in there. You can uh, get it now. It's $50 value. It's free right now. Tecovis. Go to Tecovis right now. This ends on Sunday, so make sure you do it this weekend or today. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Find your pair, and remember, before Sunday, enter the promo code Beck at checkout. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the program. Uh, I want to give you one more piece of advice on this, and then we're going to move on. Bill O'Reilly is coming up in just a second. But please, please uh, get out of your high-interest credit cards if you can, uh, whether you're refinancing at a lower rate. But when this does occur, God forbid, if it does occur, you're going to have trouble meeting your expenses and if you have high interest credit card rates uh and they're high already look at this the banks are charging they're being charged the least for a loan that they've ever been charged but you have a high interest rate why is that because you're a bad credit risk and the banks see a way to make money off of you at 18 percent it's outrageous, and we have to go to the Fed when they're where they have to pay interest rate of ten percent. 
but you can pay 15, 18, and it will go higher because money will be more scarce. People will be losing their jobs and they will be considered a bad interest uh, risk, a credit risk. And so those credit card numbers are going to go higher and higher and higher. Please do everything you can to get that paid down as much as you can, because this is this will be the biggest transfer of wealth ever when it comes just transfer all that wealth to the banks and to the governments of the world and you will be the one that is paying for it please try to get out of your your credit cards the only credit card that i that i carry is an american express because i have to pay it off at the end of the month and i know that's hard to do for a lot of people but you've got to try to get there Get those high interest. If it's a if you have any kind of equity in your home or something, look for consolidation. Loans are going to be hard to get for the average person. Credit will be hard to get for the small companies. They'll bail people out. Oh, they'll borrow money and, and they'll print money for the big corporations. GM, they'll be fine again. Uh, but not you, not you. Learn from what happened in two thousand eight. You were left to fend for yourself. And anybody who says I'm from the government and I'm here to help, they're not telling you the truth. And that includes Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, if this happens before the election, Elizabeth Warren is going to look like an absolute dream because she'll promise she'll take care of everyone and hold you in her arms. Government is the problem. Government is the problem. They are not here to help. Believe me. All right. Back with Mr. Bill O'Reilly coming up next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, I want to talk to you about relief factor. Um, one thing that is actually easier than you think to do, get out of pain. Um, so many of us have of pain that is just nagging, awful, everyday pain that makes you stop doing the things that you love to do. Uh, you don't have to do that. Get out of pain. Uh, I want you to try relief factor. Try it just for three weeks. If it doesn't work, stop taking it. 70% of the people who take this challenge go on to order month after month. I'm one of them. I took it against my will because my wife made me do it. Relief factor. I am so glad I have uh, such a good, dear, sweet wife because uh, I wouldn't have taken it and I would have been living in the same kind of world that I was with pain that I was a year and a half ago. And I don't want to live that way. Neither do you. Relieffactor.com. It reduces inflammation. It's not a drug. Uh, it was started by doctors and it works for 70% of the people who take it, 800 583 It's 1995 to try it for the three-week quick start. Do it now. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Do it now and get your life back. All right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly is up next. 15 seconds.
Wow. Of entertainment and enlightenment. I just got an email from the President of the United States. Oh, wow. From Donald J. Trump to Glenn Beck regarding I want to have breakfast with you. I want to read. The, I want to read this to you because it's, it's. Is it okay to read to us? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he right. sent it to me. Right. Yeah. But did he mean it for everybody's consumption? Well, I uh, let me just let me <laughs> let reread me just play it. Stew and then, here and all say. All right. Let me just reread it, and then Bill O'Reilly joins us next. This is the Glenn Beck program. You tired of having pillow fights with your uh, spouse? And I don't mean like the kind we used to have as kids. Uh, I mean the kind of like, no, I want that's my pillow. No, I want that. P- those kind of pillow fights. Usually the uh, nicer pillow has some of, some level of fluff left in it. Hasn't turned into a sheet of paper. Uh, if you have my pillow, that's definitely the pillow. I have good news for you. You can get great discounts now on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers on their pillows and their sheets, on everything, including their their BOGO offer. What's a Bo- What's B-O-G-O? BOGO? Is that? What? Buy one, get one free? Oh, okay. Hmm. Can we stop with all the acronyms now, please? Buy one pillow, get the other one free uh, with the promo code BECK. Now, no more pillow fights. All you have to do is uh, get their BOGO offer. And you'll find it at New Radio Listener Specials. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the New Radio Listener Specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the buy one pillow, get the next one free. Uh, Enter the promo code BECK, call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials. It's promo code BECK at 800-966-3117 or MyPillow.com. Wow, listen to this letter. I got to read this letter. I don't know if you wanted me to read it or not. Uh, to Glenn Beck from Donald Trump regarding I want to have breakfast with you. Listen, is Bill O'Reilly on yet? Bill, you didn't get one of these. I'm not buying this, though, but go ahead. No, I'm reading it. I'm reading it right here. Uh, it says right here, friend, it's been over four years since I took my famous escalator ride down Trump Tower in New York City to announce I was running for president of the United States. And I'm going back to where it all began. I'm having a special breakfast in beautiful New York City at the end of September. And I want you to be my <laughs> VIP all access guest. I told my team I wanted to bring somebody in who's been at my side from the very beginning, and I couldn't think of anyone more loyal or supportive than you. We'll cover the flight hotel, a meal for you, and a guest of your choice. We can even take a photo together. All you have to do is show up. Uh, please contribute any amount before September 20th, and you'll automatically be entered to win the trip. To But he wants to have breakfast with me. Oh. The president. And he, look, he's got a picture of him. <laughs> right. Right there. With his hand, ex- his hand extended. Extended well, like he's going like sh- to yeah. shake my hand. Uh-huh. So, Bill, did you get one of those? I don't think <laughs> I so. I did not, Beck. That's very, very impressive. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I know. I know. Oh, I, I didn't realize did. it was going to be that person either. <laughs> it, it, you know, he that, called me yeah. friend. friend. He did. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> and it's at the end of September, so you should get on your motorcycle soon right. and start going north. Right, right, right. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you may have written a book that comes out next week about Donald Trump, but uh, I'm having, I'm going to have breakfast with him. Don't, don't eat anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how are you, Bill? I'm all right. Um, uh, basically uh, trying to book passage to Ukraine so I can um, yeah. figure out what's going on over sure, there. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, You know, Bill, has this week just demonstrated how crazy we have become? 
You know, people, though, are in, they're inured to it. They're, it's almost like an inoculation that it's so insane that it's it, people are watching it as a cartoon. Oh, yeah. The, the Lewandowski thing. Do we, right. do we have a it's little a, do we have a, a clip cartoon. of the Lewandowski? This is I've never seen this before. I've never seen anything like it before where uh, Corey Lewandowski, who's not one of my favorite people, I'm cheering for him because he's just mocking them. Here's a little clip of it. If we if we have it, if we don't. Uh, I actually have it. If you, if you, you have it, go my, ahead. Turn yeah. on 360. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Lewandowski is it correct that as reported in the Mueller report on June 19th, 2017, you met alone in the Oval Office with the president. I said, is, is, it, is there a book and page number you can reference me to, please? <laughs> I don't have a copy of the report in front of me. All right. So, Bill, Volume you saw page. this go on and it just went on and on and on. And yeah. he was seven mocking. minutes of it. These are these. And then with the Al Sharpton thing, Al Sharpton did it to the other side and he was mocking and just using the system. It's a clown show. Well, the, the long term damage is substantial. Because oh, I know. People- People have lost respect for the Congress of the United States. Right. I remember, Bill, I remember 10 years ago, some congressman, you remember this, Pat? Some congressman was threatening to call me in front of, uh, oh, yeah. uh, in front of Congress to testify. Right. And I said on the air over and over again, bring it on, bring it on. I want mm-hmm. to. And my attorney said, are you out of your mind? These people have ultimate power. They can throw you in jail for anything you do not want to go in front of them mm-hmm. and there was still at that time some reason not to do what al sharpton and Corey lewandowski did now we're all laughing at them now yeah, it's just, they're it's, all it's jokes contempt. it's contempt toward uh, the establishment in washington and and also the media also the media has no um respect, respect. none in this country mm-hmm. nobody says, gee, you know, it's really impressive that uh, Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly are media titans. <laughs> They're going, why the hell are you in that industry? <laughs> why don't you do something like open a butcher shop or something yeah. you know, constructive? Yeah. So the uh, traditional uh, power structure in America is on the decline quickly. And that is a big, big story that very few people discuss. So the power vacuum is being taken by people like Donald Trump, who, as president of the United States, wields ungodly power um, through the Internet, tweeting and doing what he wants to do as far as running the country. But a check and balance on Capitol Hill, um, you know, the people, the regular folks are going, we don't trust them. Um, and in the press to give you accurate information on what's real and what's not real. Nobody believes the press. So even if the press tells you something that's true, most people won't believe it. So you're, we're in a big, big problem here in a societal manner. I will tell you that um, you're exactly right. And I think 2020, because of what are called deep fakes, um, if we thought fake news was bad, wait until you see deep fakes. I think 2020 is the year that we lose all reason. We we will not be able to trust anything, nor will we trust anything. I hope you're wrong. I really do. I, do too. I love my country, and, and I don't want anarchy to take hold. And that is the reason I wrote the United States of Trump, because every line 
in the book was written by me, every word, and every word is true. And so if you want to know, if you care enough to want to know about who the president of the United States really is, then this book will help you. I will tell you, Bill, I I, want to give you an honest plug for this uh, book, not because I want to help you sell books. In fact, I urge people to go check it out at a library. Um, But but, uh, you're you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, there is a time when people just have too much money Um, or what was it? Enough money. And you didn't build this. Anyway, um, in reading this book, the thing that I liked about it was Bill talked about all of the things that others are saying. But he said, because there is no evidence on these things, because this is I'm I'm chasing shadows. I'm not going to address those. If there is evidence of these things, then they have to be addressed. But here is evidence on this, this and this. And when he's talking to the president and explaining the president's uh, thinking, you may not agree with the president. You may not agree with how he um, gets to his positions, but you will at least understand it. Instead of this nonsense of, he's a racist, well, he just hates women, he just whatever, that's nonsense. Bill actually explains how he became the man he is, and I don't think the president necessarily will like parts of this book. Um, you may not like parts of this book, but it is true. And you, if and I've, I said my first review of this book was, if the press, and they're not going to, but if the press were honest and were truly looking for answers, they would start with this book because you will understand him. Then you can go in and go, well, now, wait a minute, Mr. President. I, I understand how you're thinking on this, but have you thought about it this way? And you'd be able to have an intelligent argument. Well, you, I'm glad you, uh, you read the book and I'm glad you said what you just said. And I hope people will, um, will read it for themselves, not for me or not for Donald Trump or any political party, for themselves. Because it's important that the American people themselves seek the truth. And right now, I think maybe 60, 70 percent of us are not really interested in seeking the truth anymore. I agree. Um, We're lazy because the Internet has provided us with a click, a thumb, where we can then read the biggest bunch of garbage in the world and not have to really ascertain whether it's true or not. If it's titillating enough, uh, we're entertained and amused. But that's not a way to live, and particularly if you love your country and you want the best for your country. I mean, this Ukraine stuff is is, um, very, very... Um, vivid in what we are both saying. Bring bring up bring people up to speed. All right. So some whistleblower uh, went to an intelligence agency's inspector general. That's the person who oversees what happens in the agency and says Donald Trump made a deal with a foreign head and uh, it's wrong. Okay. So that story is leaked to the Washington Post, a virulently anti-Trump newspaper. We don't know who the person is. We don't know what was said or allegedly said by the president. We don't know who the foreign power is, but now it's been identified as Ukraine. And then the press all of, immediately convicts Donald Trump of some crime. All right. Oh, this is we're going to be able to impeach him over this. Over what? Over what? There's no evidence been put forth. 
We don't know who the guy is. We don't know what was allegedly said. We don't know anything. Yet hour after hour after hour on television, there they are saying, well, it could have been. They might have been. And, I said, and I'm going to myself, my God, why is he, one person on earth? I, I, I turned on the Jaguar-Titan game, and that was painful to watch. But, I mean, <laughs> I, just, I, I said, i got to get out of here. This is a madhouse. And that's what I'm trying to stop. Get the facts, all right? Seek the truth, not this garbage that is day in and day out in the newspapers and on television. It's right. garbage. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, uh, take a quick break. We'll come back with Bill O'Reilly. Let, Bill, let me just say this before the break. I know you don't usually cover the financial sector and everything else, but I was the only one in 2007 saying there is a banking collapse, and it is coming, and I called it with the housing market, and I was the only one, and people, even at Fox, called me all kinds of names because either I was a conspiracy theorist, uh, I didn't know what I was talking about, or I was being irresponsible, and I called it. And I'm telling you— Can I say one thing before you take a break? Yeah. Everybody at Fox made fun of you about everything, okay? It didn't matter whether you were right or wrong. It was 100%. If Beck says it, we mock it. Right. In fact, you had to sign a contract that said you would do that if Fox employed you. Okay. Now, I don't think any of that is true. I hope not. Um, anyway, what I want you to look into, please, Bill, yeah. um, is the Fed's repo. What's happening right now is a very bad sign. It hasn't happened since 2007, 2008. Um, the Fed is bailing out these banks. They're already at the tune in four days of $350 billion. Uh, they say they're going to go up to $2.2 trillion, and nobody's talking about it. This is another banking collapse bailout that is is happening in slow motion, and no one's discussing it. So please do your homework on that, and we'll get we'll be get back to Bill O'Reilly and some things that uh, actually matter to you in your life coming up in just a few minutes. First, let me tell you about uh, not too distant past. In fact, it happened again this summer, a time in my life where the little light would go off. It said check engine, uh, and that check engine light. Well, let's just say I. I didn't pay attention to it because eh, that that could be, I don't know, maybe I need an oil change. I don't know what I have to, this, this engine is fine. And I continue to drive on it. And then I'm sitting with all kinds of smoke coming out of the hood of my, uh, my truck. And I'm thinking, huh, I should have checked the engine. Don't know what I would have checked it for, but I should have checked the engine. Now what's this going to cost? And that panic of, Oh, this please no i no i had plans for those dollars you don't have to worry about it if you have car shield car shield will make the process of fixing your car for a covered repair amazingly simple you can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work they provide 24 7 roadside assistance a rental car while yours is being fixed all for free it's car shield carshield.com i want you to call 800 800- car 6000 and find all up, uh, about it mention the promo code back and you'll save 10 percent. or just go to carshield.com do your homework figure it out if you have a car that has 5,000 150,000 miles doesn't matter if you don't have a warranty 
You get extended coverage now from CarShield. It will save you a buttload of money. CarShield.com, promo code BECK or 1-800-CAR-6000. CarShield.com, promo code BECK. We break 10-second station ID. So I'm surprised to see you here because I know it's uh, you know a day for all of the school children to walk out of school and and protest uh, global warming, which is wonderful. Uh, in uh, in England, they have kids now making a pact to never have children to save the planet. Mm. Uh, and President Trump has uh, taken his own action uh, in San Francisco, of all places. Uh, the EPA is going to cite the city for pollution. Want to talk about that a little bit, Bill? You know, it's an interesting. Uh, the last story is um, is interesting to me because it's going to be a campaign issue. So um, I do a message of the day on BillOReilly.com every day. Mm -hmm. And that message of the day gets put in the president's folder when he comes down about 11 a.m. to the Oval Office. All right, he gets a folder of overnight press clips and some intel stuff, but the heavy intel stuff is delivered in person. Anyway, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You try to make it sound all important. First of all, I was invited to have breakfast with the president. Second of all, all of my (laughs) stuff is delivered to him in a very secure metal. It's like a metal round thing that's right at the side of his desk every day. It goes right in there. Anyway, you know, I thought that it was delivered into my pillowcase. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we know he gets the message of the day. And one of my messages was um, that the Trump campaign should zero in on the far left socialistic bent of the Democratic Party. They should make that a huge campaign issue. And attached to that is the failure of governance in places like San Francisco, Chicago, New York City and L.A., where there isn't a two-party system. It's all Democrats, all far-left people in charge. And in all of those places, things are falling apart. Mm -hmm. Make an issue out of that. Do you want this kind of governance on a national level? Take a look at San Francisco. Take a look at Chicago. Well, that's exactly what this is all about. So now the Trump administration says, you know what, San Francisco, we hate you. Um, because you are uh, a totally opposite from everything we believe. And you have created a situation where there is pollution going into San Francisco Bay that comes out into the Pacific Ocean. That is a national issue. We're going to send the EPA in, and we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe we'll fine you. Or we might do X. And y. But what we're going to do is publicize the fact that you're irresponsible on the environmental level, which drives liberals crazy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's always the conservatives who are against uh, climate change uh, action. and that, that. Well, now it's the left-wing cities that are causing the environmental disasters, and they are disasters. If you go to San Francisco, I was there a few months ago, L.A., I was there a few months ago, and you look at these unbelievable homeless camps where drug addicts are running wild and disease is everywhere. If you look at the city allowing that, all right, because that's what they do. They allow it and enable it. No, the, 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 the disease that is, is spread by the prostitution for drug money in those homeless camps alone is is 
horrifying. What is happening on the streets of L.A. is horrifying. It is a it is a human uh, crisis. Well, when you have um, a, a city government like San Francisco and New York City under that genius de Blasio who just dropped out of the presidential race and nobody was even knew he was in it. All right. When you say to people, you can defecate on the street if you'd like. You can you can uh, urinate anywhere you want. We're not going to do anything about it in San Francisco. If you take a brick and smash a car window and grab something inside that car, the local authorities will not prosecute you. Okay, so when you have that kind of anarchy that spreads disease, that means private property is not protected on any level. You can't have a city that that works. So Trump should take all of these local things that, that appall most Americans. See, Americans react to this and use it as a campaign thing. And that's what he's doing. All right. Back with more Bill O'Reilly here in just a second. His book uh, is on the shelves of bookstores, if they still exist, um, on uh, Tuesday. It is the United States of Trump, how the president really views America. Great book. You should pick it up now. Available at Amazon, wherever books are sold. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You know, you don't get on cruises. Well, you usually don't get you well, usually don't get me. In fact, I don't really like boats. This is the first cruise I've ever been on. Um, David Barton is going to be there. Uh, Rabbi Lappin, Bill O'Reilly, uh, Pat, Stu. Um, uh, who else? Tim Barton is going to be there. Uh, it, Tim Ballard. Uh, will I be mean, there. It's a, Tim Ballard will be there. It's mm-hmm. it's a really amazing group of people that are going to be teaching the history of these places that we're going to stop in the Mediterranean, including the Holy Land and, and Athens and and uh, Venice. And and what we took from those com- uh, countries, what we learned from those countries to create this one, also a, a floating museum. Today probably is the last day. The, the cruise, 3,000 people have already signed up. If you go in today, you will you may not even be able to get a cabin. I think it's still available today, um, but they're almost completely sold out grab your cabin this is a once in a lifetime thing don't miss it don't miss it take this cruise with us next year it's comesailaway.com go there now for all the details if you want a cabin you're gonna have to do it today comesailaway.com glenn mark levin steven crowder dave rubin and me pat gray all in one location use the promo code glenn for ten dollars off right now at blaze tv.com slash glenn Hi, I'm Beto O'Rourke, and I'm a candidate for president. Bill O'Reilly, uh, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but on Reddit yesterday, he took back, um, he took to Reddit, and he would answer people's questions. I'm a candidate for president of the United States. I'm, I'm coming to you live from a quality inn outside of San Francisco, excited to be here and excited to be doing this. I've told some of the recent proposals has caused quite a stir around here, so I wanted to have a conversation about those. So he wants to talk about, um, you know, legal uh, legalization of marijuana. Uh, But the first question that came in was, how are you going to confiscate the millions of AR-15s? This his answer with which is Americans will comply with the law. It'll be a mandatory buyback of AR-15 and AK-47 weapons designed for war. Um, But uh, he goes on to talk about how people in droves are coming to him saying, I love to shoot them, but I'm going to give them up because I want my kids and grandkids to be safe. 
It was the second most downvoted comment in Reddit history yesterday. How, how do you think Beto's doing? Well, he's polling about 3%, so that's 2.5% better than he should be polling. Um, you know, look, this is it for him. He's never going to be able to get elected to anything ever again. He's a radical leftist. He uh, accused the president of the United States of inciting the mass murder in El Paso. Um, he uh, is um, a constitutional violator. Yeah. Let me let me um, ask you this. Uh, let no, me ask you. A, no, let me ask you a little more broader broader question because he is so. He's out there. Yeah, he's out there. Um, Colt said they are going to stop making uh, AR-15s because. The market saturation has come to a point. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's true. Um, I think they're getting pressure, and I think that they are bowing to the pressure, and they're going to stop making it. Meanwhile, the the Democrats are all now saying, "Hey, don't buy into this fairy tale that we want to confiscate your weapons." Beto was the only one brave enough to say it. That's what they're doing. But why is he brave, though? He has no shot. All he wants to do is get attention so he can market himself. Okay, no, let me say that. Only one desperate enough to actually uh, say desperate it. is a better word. Yeah, Look, it is. Beto O'Rourke is in it to make money. All right. This is what people don't understand. They go, well, why are these people like Amy Klobuchar and, and uh, uh, what's the guy who wants to give everybody a thousand dollars? Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. I mean, you know, Marianne Williamson. Why are they doing it? Because they can make money after the fact. All right. They can do lectures. They can write books. They'll be on television. They become semi-famous. Uh, maybe they'll CNN will give them a contract. Um, MSNBC. This is why they do it. Okay. So, this but, a, but has this is a commercial deal? It's not a real deal. So, has Beto exposed the Democrats? And is there any putting that genie back into the bottle? Will Democrats and the media be able to convince the American people that they? No, no, no. That was just Beto. We we don't really want to confiscate guns. I don't think that's going to be a big issue in the campaign. I don't think that um, Americans are going to go to the polls and vote about uh, guns per se. What I see is mm, that Americans will. would like like to tighten it up so that if you do buy a high-powered weapon, that you would have to alert the authorities you have it. And I know a lot of people oppose that because they don't want the government intrusion. But I think that that's realistic and that might get put forth for a vote. And also uh, letting the authorities know if somebody's a loon and has a big bazooka in their basement. We we Um, have those laws already. Let me me ask you this. But the the people, not you, all right, the people. But I'm part of the people, and there's a good portion. There a new there's a, set of standards. There's a good portion of the people that say, I understand that, and I don't want anything bad to happen. And we have laws on the books already. If they would enforce the laws on the books. Do you know that there's they, they don't ever, ever prosecute anybody if you lie on your, uh, on your background check? You can lie. And they don't ever prosecute those people. I have said a million times that whatever legislation comes forth is not going to stop the mass murders. Right. It'll only hurt the Second Amendment. The only thing that would cut down on gun violence in America is if you federalized all gun crimes 
and had mandatory prison sentencing for them. That broke the back of the crack epidemic. All right, now you have the people running around, oh, it's a racist system, it's this, it's that. Okay, mandatory prison sentences for crack dealers broke the back of that epidemic in the 90s. All right, that's the fact. If you federalize gun crimes, all of the Chicago stuff stops in its tracks because you have an illegal gun on you if you're carrying an illegal gun. That's a federal crime. And if you're convicted, you go away for five years just for carrying it. That's how you stop it. So all of the other stuff is, I was going to say a bad word. (laughs) And you didn't. Good for you. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can get you to say a bad word by using these two bad words. Justin Trudeau. I don't want to talk about his uh, his blackface nonsense. He's running again. There's all this blackface stuff that they're never going to care about with him. Uh, And he's in a scandal, but he just came out today to combat his blackface stuff, which is getting worse every day, um, by saying that if he is reelected, he will put a ban in Canada on all AR-15s. Well, you know, look, talk about desperate. But here's something you don't know. Ready? Okay. Justin Trudeau and Megyn Kelly are going on the road together. It's going to be like Donnie and Marie. It's going to be Donnie and Marie. No, they're not. Yes, no, they are. No, they're going to sing all the Jackson Five. <laughs> all right. Saudi Arabia was yes. hit by Iran this week. Correct. Um, Trump is getting a broad range of military options to respond on the attacks. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the uh, New York Post is is saying that he's considering sending additional weapons and other resources. Uh, he's considering a new surveillance equipment uh, and additional anti-missile batteries, another squadron of jet fighters, another aircraft carrier. What should the president be doing on this? He, they should drop Tom Arnold and Alyssa Milano <laughs> in parachutes on Tehran. Immediately, the Iranians would surrender and stop all misbehavior. Okay, one more from Iran, one more. They sink anything, they shoot anything, they do, they litter, one more, and then you're going to see NATO aircraft. That means one British aircraft and 55 Americans go in and level a military installation. That's what's going to happen. So all of this is posturing. I kind of respect Trump for his restraint here. Amen. Me too. You don't want to provoke, and and clearly the mullahs want to provoke. Oh, yeah. Clearly. But there has to be a point where you say, you're a rogue nation, you're attacking other nations, you're disrupting worldwide commerce, and we've asked you to stop, and we've sanctioned you, but now you won't stop, so we're going to level your air force. We're going to blow up every plane you have on the ground. That's how you're going to have to handle it. So let's all hope the Mullers don't do anything further. Right, and I don't. I really don't want to do it until there's at least two British airplanes uh, and a French one and a German one. The Germans uh, won't. Won't. But the Germans are going to provide hang gliders. Right. Not not right. man. They're just going to right. give you the hang gliders. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, breakdown of the Democratic candidates. 
Um, some people are saying I uh, I would be included in this that I think this is Elizabeth Warren's to lose. I don't agree with that. I think Biden is still uh, fairly comfortably ahead in the uh, in the primary states. Uh, I think that Warren is um, so far out there. The press loves her um, that most Democrats are not going to want what she puts forth. I I got a kick out of Bernie Sanders yesterday saying he's going to give houses, free houses to everybody now. That that racks his uh, free freebies up to sixty two trillion dollars of free stuff. So if you voted for uh, Bernie Sanders, he's going to provide sixty two trillion dollars of free stuff. Now, in order to do that, you'd have to sell 10 states, including California. The Chinese would buy it. But you'd have, that's how much you'd have to sell to raise that kind of money. Elizabeth Warren, just right behind Bernie Sanders, you know, not quite as crazy as Bernie. All right. But but she's almost there. Um, in the sense that she will dismantle the U.S. economy. There'd be an unbelievable capital flight out of here mm-hmm. so that corporations and private people would take their money that they have in the United States now in various institutions and banks and move it out. You talk about a bank collapse, Beck, there you go. Yeah, I think, we, right. will, I think we will head into a great depression if Absolutely. she is even the uh, a the serious nominee, nominee. Mm, depends on the polling, but that's what I mean. The serious Trump people nominee want to want to run against her. The Trump people want her to be the nominee. They feel that they can beat her like um, Nixon beat McGovern. Okay, so that's what they want. But if she four years, eight years down the road, someone like her gets power. You're going to see a depression, as you rightly point out, in the United States. But it's not just a depression you're going to see. You're going to see violence in the streets. Mm -hmm. You're going to see Americans turn on other Americans. Because the anger level now is at that violent level. It's there now. You know, I'm a guy, and you know me for a long time, who always wanted to hear the opposing point of view, you know, who, who actually considered it. I thought Bill Clinton had some good ideas. All right. I thought Barack Obama had some good ideas, particularly on mentoring young inner city kids. All right. And I was respectful to uh, opposition, um, respectful to people with whom I disagreed. But now I think these people are dangerous. All right. So they want to take my private property. They want to seize what I have worked very hard to put together. And I am not going to sit here and allow that to happen. Now, whether it's guns or whether it's your house or whether it's your savings or your stock portfolio, now people are getting real angry. It's getting real personal. And then you add to that the cultural collapse where you can kill a baby an hour before that baby is to be birthed for any reason at all. Or you get a doctor to say the woman has a migraine headache or she has a panic attack, or the boyfriend left, so you can stick a needle in that skull of the fetus an hour before birth. This is the society, this is the kind of country you want. That's where the Democratic Party is. That's where they are. So the anger level is rising. So if there is an economic catastrophe in this country, it is going to be accompanied by violence. And I'm absolutely 100% sure of it.
I am. Uh, I agree with you, and I want to add to that when we come back. Um, Bill O'Reilly, we got to cut you loose. I'm sorry, we're up against a break. Bill's new book, United States of Trump, is just a few days away. It comes out officially on Tuesday. If you want to come in on Tuesday, Bill, and and uh, chat about it in in greater detail, love to have you then. Oh, that's very nice of you, Beck. Yeah, that don't mean be it. Don't please. Right? It's like come over to my house for dinner. No, really, I want you. <laughs> please pick up the. Yeah, there uh, United States of Trump, just uh, on Tuesday. Get it now. How the president really sees America. It is released next Tuesday. Bill O'Reilly. Thank you very much, Bill. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, our sponsor this half hour is uh, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is going to keep your stuff your stuff. People are going to keep out of your house if you have an alarm system that is on and it is Simply Safe. You're going to have police arrive at your house from 45 minutes, the average response time, to set to seven minutes response time. How do they do that? They have eyes on the property. They have an HD camera. Now, you can get this if you're a big corporation. Apple has this because they have somebody monitoring a camera, and they can call police and say, hey, somebody's trying to break into Apple, and Apple will get the police there in seven minutes. But because you don't have eyes on, you don't have what's called video verification, the police just think that it's probably just a false alarm, and so they respond in 45 minutes. Simply Safe is the only group of people that will provide this to you, the average person, and it's $15 a month. Simply Safe. You own the system. There are no contracts. It's $15 a month. It's been $15 a month for the last 10 or 12 years. They don't pull any punches. They build the best and protect your family the best and the simplest way. It is simplysafebeck.com. Go there now, simplysafebeck.com. Order your system. You'll get a free HD security camera, free, when you order your system at simplysafebeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So Bill said, you know, I think that we will have, you know, violence in the streets, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I agree 100 uh, percent. And let me show you another reason why I think it's it's closer than you think. Um, the Corey Lewandowski testimony. Did you watch all of that? Yeah. Pat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remarkable. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was completely funny. defiant. It was it was great. Yeah, it was great. I don't like Corey Lewandowski. Me neither, but... But it was... He gave them fits. Oh, my gosh. And he kept a straight face the whole time. Yep. He was openly <laughs> defiant and mocking them. Mm-hmm. And they had nowhere to go. And and reasonable people would watch that and laugh. <laughs> he frustrated Jerry Nadler like, no. so bad. Oh. I thought his head was going to explode. Oh, I thought so, too. I thought so, too. <laughs> here's here's something you need to understand that is the bubba effect Mm -hmm. that is someone being called in front of great power and saying i don't care at all about you you are the people that are causing this problem you are a joke and i pay no attention to you that should Mm -hmm. frighten the people in washington that is a tripwire we have crossed a line, and uh, and nobody's taking them seriously anymore. And the more the press lies about it, the more the press tries to make you know mountains out of molehills, the more the people will not care about the press either. 
and they just won't watch it anymore. They, they're not. They're not watching it. They're not paying attention, and they are openly mocking those in power. That's not a good sign for a republic. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, before we get to the podcast, I want to talk to you about the two million burglaries that are reported every year. And what's crazy is that only one in five homes have security. I mean, burglaries are happening all the time. And I think the reason why people don't have a security system in their home is because the security companies suck. They got all kinds of, you've got people coming into your house. They're going to drill holes in your wall. Hello, Mr. 1972. That's why Simply Safe is just tearing this business apart. It is growing so incredibly fast, and it is the best in industry. There's no contract, no hidden fees, no fine print, no drilling holes or stringing wires. Around-the-clock monitoring is $15 a month, and you can cancel any time. When other home security systems are triggered, police assume it's a false alarm and it goes to the bottom of the list. But with using Simply Safe and their video verification technology, they can visually confirm that the break-in is happening. And that gets the police there from 45 minutes instead to seven minutes. Simply Safe. They have a huge deal going on right now at simplysafe.com slash Glenn. You'll get a free HD security camera when you order. It's a $100 value, and you'll get the 24-7 monitoring and video evidence if somebody's trying to get into your house. So get your free HD security camera at simplysafe.com slash Glenn. That's simplysafe.com slash Glenn. Do you ever go through uh, losing your hair period where you were freaking out about losing your hair? Uh, I'm going through that right now. A little bit. Yeah, I got a little thing. It's yeah, starting I, to thin. It's in horrible, back, isn't it? It's, oh, good, good gosh. I, uh, people, I, I don't think women I even begin to understand what that does to a guy. Mm-hmm. Losing your hair is like you start to lose mm-hmm. your hair and you just obsess on it all yep. the time. Yep. Okay, well, there is a new hormone or a hormone called DHT. It's not new, but it is a possible solution. That's what causes your, your, uh, your hair loss. FDA approved. True two hair treatment products that can help control your DHT and prevent you from losing your hair. Now, you can get the product at Keeps, Keeps, keeps Keeps.com. It offers the generic version of those two approved hair products, uh, and uh, they're 90% effective. They're now totally affordable. And with Keeps, you can save your hair without ever having to leave, you know, your couch. You just answer a few questions, snap a few pictures of your hair. Licensed doctor going to review your information, recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, ship directly to your door. Special deal. It's really easy. Just go to Keeps, K-E-P-P-S dot com slash Glenn. That's Keeps dot com slash Glenn. Get your free online doctor consult and get your first free month of hair treatments. Free. That's keeps.com slash Glenn. Keeps.com slash Glenn. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. The federal government is saying, please don't come to Area 51 this weekend. Please don't come to Area 51 this weekend. Anybody who does go to Area 51 this weekend, and if you try to storm the gates, 
God only knows what is going to happen to you, but I think you kind of deserve whatever you get. Don't go to Area 51 this weekend. We'll give you all the details uh, of what the government is now saying in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. USCCA is giving out $1,000 for free every day until today. Today's the last day. It's Friday. 1000 bucks. That's a lot of money. What, we, what would you spend it on? I personally might go out and buy a new Colt AR because they are going to be collector's items now. Because Colt has said they think there's a glut of ARs on the market, and so they're not going to make them anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, that... That mm-hmm. that didn't sound mm. sincere. Yeah, that mm-hmm didn't. Huh. Neither did that. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, you would take your thousand dollars and 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 go and buy whatever you want. It's coming from the USCCA's Confident Family Protector Giveaway, which ends this week. All you have to do is text the number eight seven two two two, and you could win a thousand dollars for free. Just text the number. 87222, you text Beck to that number and a confirmation number will be sent. You could win a thousand bucks today. USCCA, they believe in helping protect every responsible American out there. They want to introduce themselves to you. And so they're doing this outreach by giving you a thousand dollars and a chance to win it tonight. Text Beck to the number 87222. Find out more, claim your entries. That's Beck to the number 87222. Uh, more information and rules. All you have to do is go to protectanddefend.com. Standard message and data rates do apply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a widely popular Facebook joke about storming Area 51 inspired plans for an enormous alien-themed party now in the Nevada desert. There are now three events in the work, including one in Las Vegas sponsored by Bud Light. That's probably the best one to go to because you're not at Area 51. The aliens, if they are watching, are probably hoping that you get in and spring them. But you're not going to get in to spring them. In late June, Maddie Roberts, a college student, created an event on Facebook called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Dummy. I mean, what a dumb thing to do. Uh, Now he claims, I'm just kidding. Uh, Yeah, I don't, not in the beginning. I think only when the when the feedback from the government started coming in did he decide he was kidding. Yeah, and it's, I mean, Pat, is this not something we would have done when we were teenagers? Uh, I don't know about teenagers. We would have done it on the radio, though. <laughs> good morning shows, yes. Right, okay, yes, so would've. yeah, we would have done it when we were 30. Is that what yes. you're saying to me? We would <laughs> yes. have done it when we were 30. <laughs> yes. And we would have done it in a joking way. Right. And everybody would have known we were joking. Yes. Um, and uh, and, it, and nobody would have come. Right. Okay. Uh, the, the thing is now is there's you're talking to a global audience, mm-hmm. and so if something catches on, you've got a global audience. And so you can get half a million mm-hmm. nut jobs to come and go, yeah, that's sure. right. They are hiding aliens from us. Mm-hmm. Let's get them. You're not going to get the United States government. You're just not. Not with 500,000 people, not with a million people. You're not. You're not getting in to Area 51. They can stop all of you. They can't stop 350 million or 150 million. 
but they can stop you and your friends, and they will. You know, I first heard about this with my son. My son said, Dad, they're doing this thing, Area 51, because you know they're keeping aliens. And I'm like, mm, no, excuse me. <laughs> and he's like, come on. Now, he's joking with me, mm-hmm. but we have talked about aliens before. I mean, what a waste of space if we're the only ones. Of course, there are other life forms somewhere. Yeah. And what are all the UFO things that are going on? But I don't think that they have aliens at Area 51. I don't think they do. Um, however, what's happened that has made this bad this week is the Pentagon came out again and said, yeah, that alien spacecraft video, that was never supposed to be released. It's all real, though. It's all real. <laughs> uh, okay, you fired him right back up. So what the hell is the government doing? What is up with the alien thing? Seriously. What's up with the alien thing? I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're aliens. I, I, I don't. So you don't believe, like, don't when they say this is an unidentified flying object, you believe mm-hmm. that's from Earth. Mm-hmm. You do. Some military experiment, probably. Or, you know, some, uh, I don't know, uh, some optical illusion, sometimes it could be, some natural phenomena. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different explanations that. You could apply to those things. I just, I don't think that aliens are coming here and just flying around giving people rectal, rectal exams. <laughs> well, I don't believe in the rectal while. exam either. Yeah, I don't. I mean, don't that's that. a really bad, I mean, you fly all the way across. Just for rectal just, exams? They're like, let's look up their butt. <laughs> see what I have they up on their butt. If they're that advanced, they don't need to do that. Yeah, they right? really, no, they yeah, don't. So They don't. That alien penetration mm-hmm. is not probably alien. No. I'm just, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So, but I think we would see some, I mean, I'm actually hoping that if the government is, uh, you know, has to use, you know, force to stop these people this weekend, mm-hmm. which I don't think will happen. Do you? No, I, I, hopefully cooler heads will prevail and they won't actually rush Area 51 because <clears throat> they're not letting you into a, a secretive military installation. Despite the fact that there, I don't believe there are aliens there, there is something there. There are secrets there, and they don't want you to know about it, so they're not letting you in. Well, they wouldn't let you in if there were no secrets there. Right. It's just an Air Force base. They're not going to let you in there. Nope. They're not going to, nor nope. should they. They shouldn't. Okay, so I'm hoping, though, if they if they do have to push people back, push the crowd back, that they use some sort of, like, alien technology that we've not <laughs> seen before. I mean, wouldn't it be great if they could the just... The stuff they've been hiding since 1947. Yeah, That right, stuff would be right? great. Yeah. If they could just beam them someplace else. If they beam them to Las Vegas to right. the Bud Light celebration, right. that would be cool. Wouldn't it be cool that if you would had be cool. the Star Trek sound effect and the whole crowd just disappears? Yeah, that, I'd love that. <laughs> or the yeah. alien rock guy comes out. Remember the guy on Star mm-hmm. Trek that was the alien and made Kirk fight Abraham Lincoln? That was a show. Oh, yeah, that the was hot a lava rock yeah, guy. Yeah, that was a show. When you had the hot lava rock guy pretending yeah. he was... No, did he conjure up Abraham Lincoln? Is that what it was? Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 Kirk, do you find my body heat distressing? I think... Remember that? If that lava rock guy comes out and says, Crowd, do you find my body heat distressing? That would be super cool. That would be great. That would be super cool. And then I'll be glad you stormed Area 51 right. if that happens. But I wouldn't mind them using some of the new technology that we have, like the thing that makes you vomit. 
Have you seen that? Uh, the, the barf machine? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that's mm-hmm. the actual. They probably a military has. No, it's like called a, the barf machine. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's the technical name for it. Really? Yeah, the barf machine. It would sound better if it had like X after it. <laughs> yes, it, but it like would. Like barf machine X. It would, but it doesn't. It does. It's weird. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. So, you know, if they use that, I would like them to see use that. Let's just, we don't want to hurt any anybody, but. If or to make had, everybody throw up. Make everybody throw up would be great. Also, there's that thing that Cubans used on our diplomats. They could use that. You know the well, noise. That might not, that would, of course, that damages their yeah. hearing, I guess, and you don't want to yeah. do that necessarily. Yeah, they, I, I, I've got a couple of things they could use. They have the uh, FN three hundred three less lethal launching system. What the hell is that? Really? Yeah, the FN three hundred three. Get the FN three hundred three. Well, the not the FN three hundred three. Yes, the less lethal launching system. <laughs> what does it do? I have no idea. I have huh. no idea. They have the string ball grenade. I don't know about that. I don't either. know about that one either. Is that like, is that like 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 this like silly string in a in a grenade? Because that would that be kind of cool. People? I want. The, I have no idea, but might be surprised to be like, oh, it's a party breaking out. And these are actually real. Yeah, they have the ocular <laughs> interruption. Get the ocular interruption. Um. Is that the one that makes everybody go blind? The long, this sounds like something from Hasbro. New from Hasbro, the non-lethal capability sets. The escalation of force mission module. Uh, so they got a lot of things that they can use. Uh, and it doesn't describe what any of these do. It doesn't know. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. The running gear entanglement system. Hmm. That sounds kind of good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the Caltrops. The hell is a Caltrop? Look Caltrop up. Okay. That in the FN three oh three, the less lethal launching system. The Cal- less lethal. So Trump. it is still lethal. It's just less lethal than the other launching system. <laughs> a Caltrop mm-hmm. uh is an area denial weapon made up of two or more sharp nails or spines arranged in such a manner that one of them always points upward from uh, so that's to stop. Like cars. Oh, okay. Right? Well, yeah. these are kids. I doubt they have cars. Probably not. They're just going to be running towards it. We should use the Caltrop maybe in uh, Iran. You know, we can mm-hmm. use the Caltrop, maybe some mm-hmm. of the barf machines. That would be good. I bet everybody in Iran wouldn't be pissed at us if we were using the barf machine on the Iranians. I mean, we just make the the Supreme Council just start vomiting. And so they're all out. And they're like, hey, it's a high holy day. And and they're all vomiting. I think that might be a good thing. Wouldn't that be good? I think that would be, I think the rest of the world would be okay mm-hmm. with that. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying that maybe that that's, uh, of course I haven't checked with the 12th Imam, uh, but uh, I mean, I haven't checked with the 12th Imam. Glenn? Wow. Glenn? That was fast. Can you, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Is, is this the 12th Imam who has... It's Muhammad Ibn Hassan al-Mahdi, the 12th Imam. Really? Wow, yeah. that is great. Second time this week on, on the show. Hey, I just wanted to clear up a couple things. Yeah. You know, there's been some misunderstandings about what I said the other day about killing 80% of the world's population when I climb out of this well. Yeah, now a lot of people believe that the 12th mm-hmm. Imam is going to climb out of a well. He's been hiding right. there since 873. Well, I believe it because it's... True. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I checked my Twitter feed. I, the trolls were all over me on this. Really? All over me. Really? Because because of uh, because of, be, be, 
because these these dumbass trolls, listen to some of what they were saying to me. Okay, all right. There's no place in our society for hate and intolerance. I don't know how things were in 873, but in 2019, blah, 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 blah. We don't tolerate genocide. Right, right. Well, we really don't tolerate genocide anymore. anymore. We try not to. It. Oh, so all of a sudden we're anti-genocide now? Yeah. Yes. Look, I'm just kidding. I love everybody. I'm actually a lot more tolerant than people. So you're think. not for genocide. When you climb out of the well, you're mm. not for genocide. No, I am genocide averse. You're genocide averse. I didn't know that. Mm. And you get along with everybody. I get along with everybody. I mean, for instance, mm. do you think that Ilan Omar is right. tough to get along with? Well, I, uh, she's not exactly. She's had two husbands and a boyfriend all right. at the same time. Right. And one of those is her brother. Right. Everybody loves her. Right, right. So you support her. Ilana Mar? Yeah. Oh, she's my pride and joy. Really, is she? She's busy doing my work right now. Right. It's about time. I mean, the women aren't just in the kitchen anymore, right? Yeah. They can do right. so much more. They can right. conjure gins uh, to enchant you. That's they not... Can, they can walk outside if they get their husband's permission. Okay, I don't think that that is... No, listen, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. She's doing things that only men used to do. You right. know, bringing the Muslim Brotherhood in, preaching Islamophobia, and uh, having multiple spouses. Right, so you're a fan of Elon Omar. Sure I am, yeah. 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 Sure. She'll, I mean, obviously, she'll have to be stoned for the dirty whore she is. <laughs> I but I mean, I love her. I love her. She's right. right. We're all for gay rights, women's rights, coddling those who have been frightened by scary That's words. what the 12th Imam is for. Gay yeah, rights and women's rights. All and of us Islamists, not just me. We all love that. Really? I tell you, when I get out of this well, don't let anyone doubt. There's going to be one heck of a gay pride parade. Really? Lips, shades, hoods, we'll, we'll have it all. You mean rainbow flags? Rainbows. Rainbows. How do you chop body parts off with rainbows? Ra- rainbow oh. flags, like the oh, yeah, symbol. Rainbows. rainbows. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you said crane crows. You know the bird hybrid craning. There is thing, no such know? thing as a. Uh, crane. No, absolutely not. Uh, okay. Um. Uh. So. So you're. Uh. You're. You're not for gener- genocide no, no, at all. No way. And you're. Genocide. You're tolerant. Genocide, Glenn, would be like what the Turks did to the Armenians in the early 1900s. Wait a minute, you you admit that? No, wait, wait, wait. Okay, no, no, bad example on that one. Bad example. <laughs> okay, all right. No, it's, it's actually more like what Hitler did with the Jews. Right. You know, he just wanted to kill one whole group of people. No, actually, he uh, uh, Hitler mm-hmm. killed and wanted to wipe out, you know, a lot of groups of people. Not he just did, He did? Yeah, not just the Jews, the gypsies, homosexuals, priests, mm-hmm. capitalists. Right. You know, anybody who really disagreed with him, mm-hmm. uh, and he called them inferior. Inferior? Yes. Huh. So that would be the definition of genocide? Yeah, in 2019, that's the definition of genocide, yeah. Huh. Okay, well then, yes, you're right. When I get out of this well, it'll be more like genocide. Okay, all right. Yeah. Thank you very much to the uh, 12th Imam for uh, stopping by and clearing things up. He, hey, kids, he may be at Area 51. We may have him trapped in a well in Area 51. More on that coming up in just a second. First, spoke to you yesterday about almost 4,000 data breach discovered in the first six months of this year, and how eight of those alone exposed more than 3.2 billion records. So, so much of our lives, so much of who we are is online now, and it is far easier than ever before in history for criminals to creep in and suddenly take what is yours. 
The solution doesn't have to be complex, and it doesn't have to cost you a fortune. The solution is LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats and keeps you informed if and when somebody out there is trying to get a hold of or sell your information online. And if there is a problem, they have a U.S.-based restoration specialist team that will work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see the threats you might miss on your own. If you join now, you'll get an extra 10% off your... Your first year by, I'm just thinking of the, the poor guy trapped in the well this whole time. Uh, use your first year, get you get 10% off uh, by using the promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com and use the promo code BECK and get an extra 10% off. Lifelock.com, promo code BECK. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. All right, I just want to, can we just go over the, uh, here's the first UFO video released, and the audio is from the U.S. Navy F-A-18 Super Hornet, and the fighter pilots are trying to make sense of what they're hearing. Uh, go ahead, here's uh, UFO number one. There's a whole fleet of them, look on the F-A. My gosh. They're all going against the wind, the wind's 120 knots to the west. Oh, I think, dude. That's not an LNS though, is it? It's not. That is an LNS, dude. Well, if there's like a thing, it's rotating. Okay, so they're obviously it was been scrambled what they said that that's one of those things, right? Obviously, some secret thing that they do know about that mm-hmm. could fly somewhat like that, and then it's rotating. Here's uh, UFO number two, and this one doesn't this one doesn't have any sound. I'm trying to see it on my monitor. Um, let's go to, uh, let's go to F, uh, UFO number three, please. So they don't. So yesterday, the Pentagon came out and said these are real and they shouldn't have been released, and we don't know what they are. And you do, I mean, do you think they're you? you they're from? Do you think another it, planet? Do you think I, I don't? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if they are, I kind of hope they are because if if they've been doing this the whole time, uh, they could have killed us a long time ago, and obviously they're not going to. Right. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, if it is something from another planet, it's obviously benevolent. They're just here to what, though? What are they just studying us like ants? Angel probes. Yeah. I mean, if they are here, if they are, Mm -hmm. if that is really an alien life form, Mm -hmm. their technology to get here from another uh, another solar system is so far beyond us that we are almost ants to them. Yeah. Uh, We'd have to be. Right. And, you know, what are they, you know, what are we going to do? I think that would change everything. Everything. And uh, don't you think? If we found out for sure it was. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so. Uh, A lot of people think it would change people's religious beliefs. I don't don't know why. Wouldn't change mine. Right. I just figure, okay, well, they were created by God like we were. (laughs) There's something something out there who created them. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, unless they come and they're like, yeah, you know what? Here's a box of people. And uh, we just sprinkle this in the water and people yeah. grow up. That's what we did in this planet. We just, <laughs> just seeded the planet see, we and we just, left. Watch, we're gonna, watch, watch it grow. We're going to put one of these seeds into a glass of water and watch what happens. Yeah. I mean, then that then, might shake you a little bit, might, right? That might throw me off. I might, not, I might not make it to church on Sunday. Then again, I might be there extra early on yeah. Sunday. I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. Uh, so, but we'll find out. We'll find out this weekend. Those are amazing videos, though. And it looks like they've seen that kind of stuff before. It wasn't, I, don't, it, I got the impression it wasn't new to them. Uh, well, to no. To the pilots. The guy we they had on a, a year ago, we had the guy on who was, I think he wasn't he the head of Project Blue Book? And we, oh. we had him on and he's like, look, I can't, I'm not going to release anything classified, but I can tell you that we have evidence that is absolutely unexplainable for anything that is happening on earth wow now like you have wow. permission to say this or what's the what's the deal why all of a sudden are you everybody coming clean on this to glenn Beck. all right real estate agents uh i trust.com it is um it's a service that will link you to the person that will actually sell your home. Now, I know that sounds like not a big deal, but if you've had to sell homes in the past, you know that you can get the wrong real estate agent and it will mean selling your house or not selling your house. Somebody who's really motivated, somebody who really truly knows the market, knows who the customer is and knows how to find them to match them with your house. If you don't have the right real estate agent, you can pay more than you should for your new house. That's why you have to have somebody with experience, somebody that is really, truly honest, somebody who you trust, and somebody who has a long track record in your area to know the right price. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. It'll put you in touch with that real estate agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Long track record of success. Time to get moving. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I want to talk to you about a couple of things. Um, I want to talk to you about conspiracy theories for just a second. And I want to play three pieces of audio for you. First one is about UFOs. Now, this is a guy, Louis uh, uh, Elizondo, uh, who uh, was, where is that one? Um, he is from the Stars Academy. He was with, uh, I think, Project Blue Book. Uh, he was instrumental in the pentagon's looking into ufos he was on with us about a year ago and listen to what he said i think the the evidence at this point is uh, is quite overwhelming um i think as we as we are entering this this as you said just now kind of this new era of space um i think we we are we are entering a new era where where the evidence is quite frankly overwhelming yeah, you know, we saw the we saw the video that they released, and I would imagine that there's maybe even more compelling stuff than that. Um, but we saw the video, and you know, the 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 airman talking about look look at this. It has it has no wings. I've heard you talk about you know seeing things and having you know documented footage of 
things without a propulsion uh, uh, unit, uh, no, you know, no wings, uh, no surface, uh, you know, that we would recognize as as anything that would keep something afloat. Um, is this the most uh, compelling thing that you have? Is this video or is there more that you have seen? Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's significantly more. Um, these two videos that are out in the public domain are, are simply just a, a very, very small sample of the uh, collective amount of information that we have um, so, over the years. So, Luis, is there a, was, there, was there a conversation um, in the agency, you know, or in this, uh, you know, group of we we need to tell the american people this this is not information that the government should hoard this is really kind of important stuff well i think that's 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 a fantastic observation in my perspective and maybe maybe a little bit more more selfish and that was i needed to be able to tell the most senior levels of dod leadership please keep in mind that um you know as as a former soldier and and a and a, a employee of dod my loyalty is first and foremost to the american people uh, second is to the Department of Defense, and third is to the Secretary of Defense. In this particular case, I, I think we're in a situation where this country has never had a better Secretary of Defense, in my opinion. And yes, I'm a little biased, but I think I can say that because I, I, I served with the man and have seen him in, in combat situations. So my loyalty to, to the boss is, is paramount. And when you are in an organization uh, a department where silos and stovepipes restrict the ability to give the top commander the information he or she may need to make critical decisions. Regardless of resources, we have an obligation to make sure that we have that ability. So what what, what, what kind of decision would they... Um, would would somebody in the Defense Department need to know this information? I mean... Are, have you seen well, I think, hostility or 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 what? Well, I'll 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 get to that piece in a second. And the answer, in short, is we haven't seen any overt hostility. But keep in mind, um, in in DoD, we are a national security um, organization, and so I don't want to say we get paid to be paranoid, but we definitely sure. get paid to make sure things aren't a threat. Yes. So if if we're not sure it's not a threat, then we have to presume it could be a threat. Not yeah. that it is, but it could be. Yeah. And so we need to understand um, how these things work. And, and from my perspective, um, you know, our secretary is, is a guy who, who likes more information, not less. And I think the, the issue really being, being stigma within the department, um, Secretary Mattis inherited a, a wonderful department, but a department, no less than over 70 years, has developed some silos and, and stovepipes. And the things that DOD does very well, obviously, looking at, at defined threats such as terrorism and potential nuclear weapons and chemical weapons and uh, proliferation of, of, you know, issue du jour, the one thing that it's not very comfortable with are those things that are very hard to define. They, they tend to be a bit nebulous. Things that we say, look, we don't know what it is, we don't know how it works, and we're not sure we can do anything to stop it. All right, so that's the guy from the Pentagon, and I had him on the day that that video was released, the one that they just said. That's, that's December 2017. The Pentagon just came out this week and verified that video as, yes, it should not have been released, but it is real. Now, that's not the guy from Project Blue Book, the 
the TV show, right? No, that's no, no. It's based on the Project, Project Blue, Blue Book. Book. From the 60s and 70s. Yeah, no. He's not he's, the same guy. No, 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 no. Yeah, he yeah. He's the guy who is um, who was he's, instrumental in the UFO, um, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, the, the department that looks and categorizes all of these things, like Project Blue Book was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in, in that particular arm of the military. Okay. So he speaks mm-hmm. with authority. He's seen all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, there's conspiracy number one, uh, that aliens exist and the government knows about it. Okay. That sounds pretty credible. Uh, we just found out this week. He sounds credible. You have the um, you have the video that the Pentagon came out and said. Now that doesn't mean there's aliens. It means there mm-hmm. is somebody with technology that we don't understand. And you would point. hope that's not Russia or China, <laughs> right? It, right. We would hope that it you would was hope it'd be otherworldly or ours or ours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what he's saying is there may not be communication between the departments to say, oh, by the way, that's one of ours. Right. And so it comes mm-hmm. out as a UFO. So there's that conspiracy. Then there's this one. This is from uh, Patrick Byrne at Overstock. Now, Patrick Byrne came and said he was part, he was entangled kind of in a Hitchcockian sort of way in the middle of the Russia, Trump, Hillary Clinton investigations. And he came out a few months ago and he said, look, I, I, I can tell you what happened, and this was a hit job on the president of the United States. And he started talking about it. Then he was forced to resign. He wrote a letter yesterday to his teammates, his former teammates, uh, at Overstock. He said, as you will learn from an SEC filing today over the past week, all of my shares in Overstock were sold. I left for Australia. I put all of it in the hands of Mr. Pettyway, who some of you may know, for it had already become clear to me that this was the right thing to do. I decided to do some scuba diving in Asia uh, so I could be far removed from it as possible. The riffraff will tell you that my departure and sale were from a lack of confidence in what I left behind uh, at Overstock. They are wrong. I'd like to tell you the actual reasons before the yuck yucks spin the truth. And then he talks about... Uh, how the banks and insurance companies, he became a threat to the banks and insurance companies and their investments because he started to say things against the government. Uh, and uh, they they didn't, you know, he, he, he quotes uh, Game of Thrones, just as we learn in the Game of Thrones that behind the scenes, the Iron Bank makes the big decisions in corporate America, insurance companies get the last say. Then he says on controversy, If you think I'm controversial now, you ain't seen nothing yet. I know enough to fry the deep state to ashes. The deep state and the oligarchs are entwined, and they won't die quietly. There is going to be an enormous amount of return fire directed at me. The blather of the hedge fund chogies and the financial press against Overstock since I came forward is a manifestation of that. Look back at what happened when I first came forward. There was silence for two weeks as the bosses readied a new party line. Then it came at us simultaneously from all directions. The agitprop press doesn't bother me either. I hope it's helping you with traffic, although I have no idea. I cut myself off from all information in the company the day I left. But wherever they go, the organs of the deep state, including the SEC, will surely follow. 
I have stated over stock. If I had stated over stock or retained ownership at Overstock, they would try to break it up as a way of crippling me. With me no longer an executive, board member, even a shareholder, it becomes pointless for them to try to get at me uh, that way. There are other things that they will come for me on, but there is no edge for them to come through Overstock to do it. Uh, then he talks about how he is uh, getting uh, getting out of all of these things, how the deep state is involved, uh, and he has uh, he has positioned himself in gold and silver and cryptocurrency because the deep state won't be able to get at it, uh, and he believes that there is a financial crisis coming. He said, <clears throat> I did make an investment in a business, blah, blah, blah. The other thing accomplished by this investment moves uh, that I describe is that my ammunition gets moved outside acts of retaliation from deep state. That's important, in fact, because I am now going to shellac them. And actually, shellac is too weak of a word for what I intend to do to the deep state. Sit back and enjoy the show. Until then, live long and prosper with great admiration, memories and affection. Patrick Byrne conspiracy theorist conspiracy theorist or truth teller one last piece of audio here is marianne williamson she's running for president she's asked by a student in a town hall about global warming what is your problem with nuclear energy and uh and what do you say to those who think that those problems are just all overblown? Listen to this audio. Go ahead. Ms. Williamson, uh, thank you for taking my question. My name is Emily Berry, and I'm a student from the University of Maryland College Park. I'm studying government and politics and economics. Um, so you say that in your environmental crisis plan that you want the United States to stop all use of nuclear energy. What do you identify as the problems with nuclear energy, and what do you say to those who think it simply gets a bad reputation? What was the last thing you said? What do I say what, to what those you, who what? What are, your, what are your issues with nuclear energy? <clears throat> well, I know Germany had said at one point, we're just going no nuclear. But then when they said no nuclear, there was a problem because they had a hard time keeping up with the other standards that they agreed to. What is wrong with that? Mm-hmm. If something goes wrong with nuclear energy, I don't think people have really stopped to take in the horror. See, we need an integrated politics. We need to go beyond hard data. We need to go beyond just thinking about the facts. I want you to think about this with your heart. Something goes wrong there. What are we even talking about? How can we even consider it? And so, so what? Maybe we'd all be a little warm or a little cool. I mean, Americans, we have to decide. That's the problem I have with nuclear. <laughs> okay, laughable, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's laughable. We have to go beyond hard facts and start feeling I mean, what happens if something goes wrong? An unidentified something goes wrong. What will we even be dealing with? I don't know because I don't know what just went wrong. We have to go beyond hard facts. Here's the reason why UFOs and they are storming the gates of uh, Area 51. 
because I actually believe that the government might have information on on UFOs. And I don't think that they have alien bodies. And I don't know that we I don't think that we've made contact or anything else. I do believe there are things that we don't understand, but it has been hidden from us by the government. Okay, that should be reasonable for most people because we know the government has secrets. However, now we go to the second conspiracy theory, Overstock.com, where he's talking about a deep state. That there are people involved in our Justice Department doesn't mean the whole Justice Department. It means that there are people in the Justice Department that will have it their way. We know from history this happens in the State Department. This is something that has been said about the military-industrial complex, that they are just warmongers and they will have their way. The problem here is, is you can have those kinds of conspiracy theories and they're kept at bay if you don't couple it with the third piece of audio. The press and politicians helping each other cover nonsense. Helping each other. Marianne Williamson should have been said the minute she stopped that, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's not an answer to the question. But the press says nothing. And she said nothing. And it's not just Marianne Williamson, God bless her. Almost everyone in politics is not talking to you about anything that makes sense. And so when that happens... And they're saying to you, just trust me on this. You don't understand. Just trust me. The banks are fine. Just trust me. We can print this money. We can spend this money. You know that that's a lie. And once you know that's a lie, you have to start going to other things. I believe, I believe the UFO thing and I believe Overstock CEO much more than I believe the politicians and the press. And that is the problem. All right, I want to talk to you about Tecovis. Great deal at Tecovis. If you're looking for great Western wear or um, great cowboy boots, I mean, coming to Texas, it's been hard to find really good cowboy boots that aren't, you know, like $1,000 or something crazy. You can buy crappy boots, and it seems like people only make crappy boots or really expensive boots. Well, well, Tecovis knew, wait a minute, wait a minute, we, we, we have to be able to put those two together, really good boots and a decent price. Right now, if you purchase $150 or more at tecovis.com slash Beck, and you enter Beck at checkout, you're going to get a free hand-stitched calfskin card case in beautiful bourbon color. That's already a $45, $50 value at Tecovis. Now, you're going to get the great boots, quality, style, craftsmanship at half the price of traditional retail. And until Sunday, you'll also get that $50 value of the card-carrying case in hand-stitched leather for $150 purchase or more. It's at tecovas.com slash Beck, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Remember, enter the promo code Beck at checkout. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, I want you to carry this with you this weekend. No matter what anybody says, politicians are trustworthy. Aliens are in Area 54 or 52. And uh, whatever Burger King says, there is ham in hamburger. You're listening to Glenn Beck.